It's the final countdown. And right now, right now we are a number two, four, eight. Did you like my '80s rock anthem? Is that what that was? You you didn't recognize it. You know that you know that stadium anthem, the final countdown. No, no. Really? Oh, hold on. Let's look it up. The final countdown. I'm going to guess. Is that an actual title? Yes. While he's looking it up, I will introduce this guy who's playing with the computer. His name is Michael Puppas. Hello. He's all about keys, whether it's a piano key or Or a keyboard key. Keyboard key. Okay. And and I'm Father Herb. Yes, you are Father Father Herb Weber. Okay. The final countdown is a song by the group Europe. You have you know this song. It was released in 1986. I I, st- I stopped listening I to don't music know if, in 1982. I don't know if technic no <laughs> that's not true. I don't know if we're allowed to play this. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play. Oh here it's in your headphone. The people that are listening cannot hear it. Do you recognize? I I okay you are this is. It, it it sounds almost like Rocky. Ba, 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 ba. Go, gonna fly now. <laughs> Do you know this song? No, I don't. 1986. I was busy. You. <laughs> okay, the people out there. I'm sorry that you couldn't hear it. Those that are listening to the podcast. Both of them. I was just playing it through father's headphones so he could hear the final countdown. Okay, anyway, the whole are, point of this is. We are on the final countdown. We only have a few episodes left. And we have decided to conclude the 23 podcast with two hosts, namely Father Herb Weber and Father Michael, I mean, <laughs> M- Mr. Pi- Michael Puppas. Don't promote me. Is that a promotion? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. We're going to conclude with number 250. Two, it's, it's just five, a, zero. It's just a nice round number. It's very round. And if I stayed for another how many years, we could get uh, 1,000. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if I have it in me. So, yeah, we are, our final podcast will be for the week, your last weekend. It actually yeah. works out perfectly. So it's yeah. the last weekend of June. So including today, we have three episodes left. We'll so end at 250. Is, so this is for June 12th, and then we will do June 19th. And June, June 26th. 26th. And I feel like I owe it to those of you that are listening to say, because people have people have been asking they're already moving on is the michael Michael, they're already moving on i i can understand i accept that uh hey they they already forgot my name who are you yes uh people have asked is the podcast continuing when father jeff gets here and And the answer is i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we he and i we we spoke about it briefly over lunch one day we're having tacos so i can tell you he likes mexican food which i like mexican food so that's that's a so, starting so might, point. You might do the podcast in Spanish. Uh, podcast Viente y Tres. Did I say that correctly? <laughs> Not very well, no. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks for your... For, go ahead and show me up. Viente y Tres. Tres. Better? Yeah, much better. Oh, thank you. And what's podcast in Spanish? El podcasto. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think... Something will happen, but I don't. I don't want to speak for Father Jeff, so we're just going to give him some time when he gets here to decide what he would like to. I do. can just see, uh, you know, I've been working with engaged couples getting married after July first. Yeah, and a lot of them are pretty well prepared, but they don't know Father Jeff, right? Father Jeff Macbeth, 
And sometimes they need to meet with him and maybe finalize the liturgy plan. Yeah. So I've been telling them, he starts on Friday, July 1st. Don't call that day. Yeah, give, him a, give him some time. And then there's a weekend. Don't call him that weekend. And Monday is the 4th of July. Don't call him that day. <laughs> but after July 5th, all is fair. Yeah. <laughs> the phone will be ringing off the hook. You know, it's it's definitely going to be some transition this summer, and we are going to miss you incredibly. And I, I don't. Are you talking it. to me now or the audience? I was talking to my door. But okay. Actually, actually. <laughs> uh, we will miss you incredibly, and I don't say that lightly. Uh, but we are excited about uh, giving Father Jeff a chance. And, oh yes. And having give, him give, here. give peace a chance. Give. <laughs> what's that from? That was a song. I, it was in my homily. A couple, couple of weeks ago when I preached on peace. Oh, I remember that. Just give peace a chance. Yes. All all we are saying, or all we are asking. See, give this peace is a why chance. we compliment each other. You know some songs, I know some songs. Between us, we're like Spotify. <laughs> okay, well, we better get to subs- substance before this okay, episode runs okay. out. Okay, so we ended the Easter season with the Feast of Pentecost. Yes. But the church, so on weekdays, we're back into wearing green. We are back into ordinary time. Correct. But we have a couple of big Sundays to go yet. Yeah, this is kind of a fun time of year. So the next big one is this Sunday, the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity. Very You holy. can't top that. That is probably the core of all Christian beliefs across the, across the gamut of all denominations, mm-hmm. the, the belief in the Trinity. The following week, which will be observed on the 19th of June is the Feast of Corpus Christi. That's Latin. It's English, uh, the Feast of the Body and Blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. Then finally, after that, we go back to ordinary time. Right. So So, good things. Yeah. Yeah, So we we are on the Feast of Holy Trinity. Now, Holy Trinity is bar none, bar none, the hardest time there is to preach. Actually, I'm not sure if I'd say that. I think the hardest time to preach is Christmas or Easter because people come thinking they already know what they want. So you said bar none, but you changed your mind. I know. I corrected myself. (laughs) But it's just between you and me. And two other people. No, we're up to seven, remember? Oh, that's right. Oh, good. It took us 248 (laughs) uh, podcast sessions. That's good. We might already be losing them. That's true. At this, this summertime, ratings always go down. Okay. But anyway... So the gospel, there's a three-year cycle. So they, I think they pick the scripture readings that will give us some insight into who the Trinity is for us. And I remember when I had newly ordained priests working with me or deacons who were newly ordained and mm-hmm. preaching for the first time, mm-hmm. I used to warn them, please don't emphasize the doctrine of holy trinity mm-hmm. because you're not you're, you're not going to know where you end up yeah so preach the the readings so let's talk about the readings um it's the gospel of john it's very short verse chapter 16 verses 12 to 15 well and bef- before we get into that i think it's worth saying that a lot of these themes have been coming up in previous weeks you know a few weeks ago we had Jesus saying, I will send you an ad- the advocate. And then the following week, we have the Holy Spirit. On have, Pentecost. Yeah. 
and then this week it still has overtones of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. So I think it w- even at that, it's hard to continually make sure. We just want you to stay fresh in your preaching, Father. That's all. Well, the Holy Spirit is year-round. We don't want to just talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, on Pentecost or Confirmation. Which are two good occasions. Yeah. But, but we also don't just talk about the Trinity when we have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> uh, the Trinity, if you, if you look at the Trinity... We, we do the, the creed at every Mass, mm-hmm. and it's in the Trinitarian form. I believe in God the Father Almighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in the, uh, Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Every time we say the sign of the cross, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. If I baptize somebody, I baptize them. I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So we are very, very Trinitarian. Now, there are some groups that are not Trinitarian, and people assume they are Christian. And I don't know if you even consider a person a, a Christian if they're not Trinitarian. Really? Like the right down the street from us, um, a very small congregation, uh, very outgoing, very socially-minded people, the universal uh, Unitarians. Mm-hmm. But they do not believe in the divinity of Jesus. Oh. So that means they're not Trinitarian. Well, with okay, so here's a question. Sure. Can you can you s- believe that Jesus is the savior of the world without believing that he's divine? I don't know. Um, that's I know that's a deep question. I I've never been asked that question. I, I think I'm going to retire. <laughs> well, I did it, folks. Yep. We, the straw that broke the, the camel's back. I just, I think that it's a, because, you know, you would define a Christian as a Christ follower, someone that believes that Jesus was the Messiah, the Savior of the world. But does that mean that they would actually believe that he was both fully human and divine? Well, the, the early church really struggled with this. You know, if they were to say that he was fully human, okay. They were saying he was fully divine, but to say that he's both yeah. is is the the part that where we settled. And if you don't believe he's divine, you don't have the Trinity. Then do you can you actually believe he saved us as a non-divine? I don't know if you can say that. I don't have any answers. I'm just posing questions. I'm the question boy. I have more questions than answers. Well, let's read the scripture, and that'll give me time to duck out from under this. <laughs> would you so, like to read the gospel? It's, it's kind of cool. I would it's, love it's to. It's short, but read it anyway. All right, John chapter 16. We're, still, we're hanging out in this uh, section the, of the, John. The farewell discourse of John. Notice we did get back to uh, Luke a couple of weeks ago but uh, for the ascension, and now we're in John again. Right. But don't worry, we'll be back in Luke once we get in ordinary time. I wasn't, I wasn't sweating it. I knew Luke would come back. Okay, we've here. been longtime friends. Okay, now chapter sixteen of Luke of uh, John's Gospel is part of the farewell discourse. Jesus said to his disciples, "I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of Truth, he will guide you to all truth." He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. 
For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Isn't that cool? No, it's confusing. It's John. I'm. It's but it's but so but repetitive. It sounds repetitive, but it's very precise. John's gospel is directed to a Greek uh, crowd. Yeah, Greek followers. Greeks of that time were pretty much known as the philosophers. Okay. The Greeks. Were I did all, not do well in philosophy, by the way. Okay. Just letting you it, know. I can tell. It, uh, <laughs> Greeks also had many gods. Yeah. So it's very important that in a philosophical understanding of who God is, mm-hmm. that it's you don't end up with three gods. Right. So constantly the phrases are, he and I are one. And the, in this case, what I found so beautiful, so powerful, is that when the Spirit comes, he will guide you in, to all truth. He will speak the truth. He will glorify me because he takes from me what is mine. And everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take what is mine. So it's almost using the Father and the Spirit interchangeably mm-hmm. right there. So Jesus is basically saying, I am one with the Father. The Father is one with me. The Spirit is not a separate entity. It's the Spirit of the Father and the spirit of the Father's relationship with me. Now, classic philosophy says, or classic theology says, the Holy Spirit is the expression of the unity between the Father and the Son. So in he's exemplifying the Trinity in the way that he's conveying this yeah. to the apostles. That's well said, exemplifying. Hey, here, here I am, okay. episode 248. It took you... Make a note. He got it, folks. He got it. <laughs> By George, he's got it. Making up for lost time. <laughs> but, you know, the, so the we really have a lot of people who are not terribly orthodox in their belief, that they probably believe in three gods. Could you uh, define we? Do you mean Christianity? Do you mean Catholicism? Do you mean St. John the 23rd Parish? Do you mean— No, I'm not talking about our parish. It, I'm talking about Christians in general, but certainly— People that I work with, you know, Christians, American Christians. Okay. I'm not sure how other ethnic groups or nationalities deal with it. But yes, we have this notion. There's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But we forget it's three in one. Mm-hmm. The, we forget the unity. And as I said on the Feast of Pentecost, I like to think of the Holy Spirit not just as Holy Spirit, but Spirit of God. Because in my brain that helps be the cement that pulls it all together the mortar between the bricks well said the Man, mortar between two the for bricks. two you know what you should quit right we, now just we should I'll, I'll do the rest of this on my own so that he doesn't slip we'll see you folks yeah this for some people i think again as i was saying we come week after week having similar themes it's easy maybe to get tired on you know sometimes in the middle of the summer boy is it nice just to get a parable to chew on for a little bit or you know something like that but in some ways i think what's beautiful about this rhythm of readings is that again and again i think the church is saying in its choice of readings that these are central to who we are as people as we are celebrating the most uh, holy time of year the easter season and coming out of the easter season 
uh, and we're still reemphasizing these facts. I think it's and, good to pay attention. And to. it's not just talking about who is God. You almost want to ask the question, well, does it matter? And the answer is yes, it matters because the Trinity is a model for humans. We are called to be a Trinitarian community, yeah. which means we have diversity, but we have to have unity. As followers of Christ, as men and women of God, mm-hmm. we have to have unity with each other. We have to have that mortar. We are the bricks. Yeah. Ah, so I'm going to have a demonstration. We're going to take take one of the brick walls down and uh, re- rebuild it during liturgy. And this little piggy, what the story of the three pigs? I, yeah, right. But did you were you watching the the bricklaying when they were building this building? Yeah, we we didn't do much work that year. We just we well, just what, what was different that year from other years? We had an excuse. The church was being built. I was so impressed. Uh, have you ever laid bricks? Uh, not well. In fact, the story I can tell a quick story. When I first moved into my house, the house that I live in now, um, I we were thinking about building a little retaining wall in the front yard, and so we had all of these bricks. the The woman that lived in the house before us left hundreds and hundreds of bricks. They were not the type of bricks that you build a, a retaining wall with, but I already had them. So we decided that we would take them, some of them out to the front yard and just build a little mock-up. It wasn't cemented or anything. We just were kind of stacking things to see, you know, stand back, see how it looks. And I like to leave things out like overnight so you can see it again in the morning, you know, sleep on it. And, and by the morning they were all gone? No, it oh. looked so bad. My neighbor came over and said, would you like me to get you a level? <laughs> And you said, could you be more subtle, please? Yeah, and I said, okay, we'll be hiring somebody to build the retaining wall. Uh, so the, my one failed attempt at a fake wall did not go over well in the I tried to I tried to build a brick wall with uh, another priest at, yeah. a, at a summer cottage. Oh, really? Oh, years ago. And we did have a level, and we had strings to, to stretch, and we tried to keep it straight. Yeah. And then stepped back afterwards, and it was awful. <laughs> and so then I see these people building these buildings— and they just, they do it so naturally and so beautifully. Yeah. I've often asked the question, which is more important, the mortar or the brick? And they say? I haven't asked them that, but oh. I've asked people. And I'll ask you, which is more important, the mortar or the brick? I would say the answer is both. But that's not what I ask that- you. <laughs> <laughs> but the answer is, without without the mortar, it's going to collapse. Yeah. Without the brick... It's just a, a pile of concrete. I think I'm, I just wrote your homily for you for this no, weekend. No, no, that's, that's pretty crass. That- <laughs> Do you know the difference between cement and concrete? No. I found that out when we were laying this, the sidewalks here. Uh-huh. Cement is the dry stuff, but when it's all mixed, it's concrete. Oh, really? Oh, see, now we learn something and, new. And then there's the story about the guy who was putting in a sidewalk, and he was laying the sidewalk, and he had it poured and it was still wet, and two kids in the neighborhood came running through, one chasing the other, and they plopped right through and left big footprints. And the guy started yelling at the kids. And just at that point, the local pastor was walking down the street, and he saw this, and he said, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, I thought you liked kids. And Mr. Jones says, well, Father, I do like kids in the abstract, but not in the concrete. Concrete. Oh, I wish I had a little laugh track I could <laughs> pipe in. Well, next next time you do the podcast, you can have, you can have sound effects. We'll have a little soundboard. I do. I have a soundboard app. I just have to 
I'd have to route it into the, okay. the so, recording. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we're having trouble staying with the topic. Imagine that. Okay, here's here's my here's my final word cuz I don't want to go over the top today cuz I'm already two for two. I when we were talking about laying brick, I it reminded me of as I was glancing through this second reading for this weekend from Romans uh that it takes uh steadiness, endurance uh and and um skill to be able to do it and i love kind of this this um wall of words and so oh, see what i did there that i, I heard i heard you. that paul builds here as he talks about um we even boast of our afflictions knowing that afflictions produces endurance and endurance proven character and proven character hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured into our hearts through the holy spirit you know, we are recipients of the power of God's love, but it's not an abstract, back to concrete, it's not an <laughs> abstract love. Yeah. It's a very specific love. It's love that really transforms us. We are called into divinity. Uh -huh. God is not just out there. We are called into divinity. Think about that. We are, you know, do we become gods? Not necessarily, but do we become godly? Yes, we are called into God. And it's not a delayed gratification. We are able to receive the divine every time we go to Mass. God is, I mean, we're baptized into God. We're baptized into the Trinity. You know, it's not, I'm just, I, I want to pour water three times. No, Father, <laughs> Son, Holy Spirit. You're baptized into the Trinity, which is into the oneness, the unity of God. And that's so we're united with God. And consequently, we are united with other people through God. All right, my friend, we only have 46 more minutes to talk to one another. And then we'll not be recording any other conversations. <laughs> All right, friends, we'll see you this weekend. Take care. Bye.